Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, home is where you get to do your thing. And whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit SalaPest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A, Pest.com. BYU 20 and Baylor 13 as we begin the final 15 minutes of play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson, along with Jason Shepard up here in the Bill Bar Broadcast booth. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens with some injury news. Mitch in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. Mitch, what do you have? Yeah, Greg, some unfortunate news for the defense. Tyler Batty has been ruled out for the rest of the game. Um, suffered an abdomen strain in the first half. Uh, he's been in the game in this in the second half and will not return um, for, for the rest of this game. Okay, thank you, Mitch. So Tyler Batty's night is done for the BYU Cougars. Batty leaving with three tackles, one solo stop. BYU's leading tackler, Max Tooley, seven tonight, five of them solos. Ben Bywater, six tackles, three solos, including a sack. And Tooley, by the way, also has a quarterback hurry on his stat tally tonight. Baylor will be second down and nine from the Bears' own 36-yard line as we begin quarter at number four. BYU tonight scoring in every quarter again. So they've scored in 10 consecutive quarters going back to last season. Three in the first, seven in the second, ten in the third. Cooks have 20 to Baylor's 13. Baylor shot out in the first, six in the second, seven in the third. And here we are, fourth quarter football at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Baylor will now go left to right as we see it and you hear it. BYU answers right to left. And from the 36-yard line of Baylor, second down and nine. The line of scrimmage almost directly down my line of sight. Chase Roberts, by the way, the seventh non-QB to complete a pass under Kalani Shitake. 22-yard double throw for the touchdown. Gives BYU the lead. Shapen settles in the pocket and throws underneath. It's complete and then a hard hit. Keenan Peely rocking Hal Presley to the ground. It's a gain of five, though. It'll be third down and five. That was from second and nine to third and five for Baylor. Very clean offensive play from both sides. No turnovers. Uh, now would be the time to create some chaos if you're this BYU defense. See if you can't get one and win that turnover battle here deep into the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Sold out. BYU crowd gets loud. 63,470 the sellout. Third down and five for Baylor. Ball between the hashes. Jones off the left hip of Shapen. Shapen throws complete. The tight end Ben Sims wide open. Settles and gets to midfield for the first down. An 11-yard gain on third and six. Nobody with the tight end Ben Sims. Catch number three on the night for Sims. Yeah, they ran just a simple spacing concept, which means everybody just runs hitches and tries to space the field evenly from sideline to sideline. And unfortunately, the BYU defenders double-teamed the guy next to Sims, leaving Sims wide open. Now pistol. Seth Jones, wide receiver left. Gavin Holmes, wide receiver right. Shapen changes the play. The crowd gets loud. Presley and not Holmes on the right side. The hand clap, the high snap, the give middle, and a big gap to the second level and still on his feet is Quaylen Jones, a first down run of 12 yards. Two big plays back-to-back for Baylor 
And the Bears are in BYU territory and driving. BYU had an interesting alignment there. They had a tight end with a wing to the left, yet the only defensive lineman with his hand on the ground was lined up over the guard. Uh, everybody else was off the line of scrimmage on the left side of the defense, and uh, it was just a little bit of a soft formation there. Shapin with pistol. Jones again the setback. Wides either side. Double tight to the right. The boundary side. There was yeah. movement up top. False start. 87. False start. Number 87, offense. Five-yard penalty. First down. Tight end Kelsey Johnson, the guilty party. Penalty number seven against Baylor. First and 15 now for the Bears. Greg, can I just call out something that's interesting? Is And I know that our listeners are getting the... Uh, the crowd feed. I wonder if you can hear a double clap. They're in the silent count, or they're using the clap count. In other words, it's not coming from the mouth of Shapin. And he double claps, and it's caused them to false start multiple times tonight. The claps, the snap, the handoff to Squirrel Williams. He got to the edge and got back to the original line of scrimmage with a, fifth, a five yard run on first and 15. So second down, 10 Bears to the BYU 38 yard line. And he is jumpy. Last week against Albany, three carries, 13 yards, and a touchdown. Tonight, six carries. Make it seven for 36 for Squirrel Williams. BYU's defense substitutes. A little bit of uncertainty there on personnel. But they've got their guys. Second down, 11. Pistol. Shapen boots to the right. Defenders are picked up, and Seth Jones makes the catch for a first down. On second and 12, a gain of 14 to Seth Jones at the right numbers, and Baylor moves the sticks. Well, Shapin has still had a rather pedestrian performance tonight, 14 for 22 for 114. He's showing in the second half pretty good poise. That was not a very clean pocket. He had to do a shuffle up and a shuffle to the right in order to clear space for him to deliver that football. Showed pretty good poise here as we got 11.45 ticking down in the fourth quarter. Neither team with a turnover tonight. BYU by 7, 20 to 13. Toss right from Shapin to Jones, and Jones runs out of real estate at the near boundary, oh, but not until right. he gains six yards, and then a flag. Oh. Just as they were trying to get him down out of bounds, they're probably going to call late piling on out of bounds on BYU. I hope not, but that's what it looked like. Hmm. Flag near where the runner went out of bounds as things piled up on the paint. Referee tonight, Derek Anderson, to make the call to the crowd. Baylor down seven and a clutch drive in an important time, 11.30 to go. Personal foul, illegal block full of the waist, number 15 of the defense. The penalty's going to be half the distance from the end of the run, automatic first down. And BYU's defense, which was so clean last week. Number zero. So Jacob Robinson, the penalty. No defensive penalties last week. And practically every penalty BYU picked up tonight has been on the defense. And that's the second time they've had the illegal block below the waist. The first time it was D'Angelo Mandel. This time Jacob Robinson. These guys got to know they can't launch themselves at the lower extremities of the uh, coming incoming blockers. Six defensive penalties. Every penalty against the defense tonight for BYU. First and 10, Baylor at the BYU 11. BYU 20, Baylor 13, 11.28 to play. Shapin, stretch handoff to Squirrel Williams, bounces off would-be tacklers and gets all the way to the two-yard line. A nine-yard gain 
on first and 10 from the 11. Give him the four-yard line. Saves out at the four. So now second and two. Yeah, three-yard line, second and two for Baylor. So ball far hash. Baylor is attacking the C-gap, so that's off-tackle with either tosses or wide zone plays. And they have found a weakness in this BYU defense here in the second half. Quaylen Jones sets up as the running back. Tight formation. No wides split as they hand off to Jones. And Jones is stacked up and dropped for a loss as he runs it left to the numbers. From second and two to third down and four. Or at least a long three. They'll say third and three. BYU 20, Baylor 13. The clock to 10.35. You wonder, Greg, here if it's four-down territory. There's still a lot of time yeah. left, but down a touchdown on the road. If you take two cracks at getting these three yards. From the four-yard line of BYU, the line to gain is the one. It's third down and three. Baylor huddles up. They're not even in formation, and it's five seconds on the, on the play clock. Two wides to the right side. Two receivers to the left. The snap with one second on the play clock, and a throw in the end zone for the touchdown to the tight end, Ben Sims. Baylor makes it a one-point game with the PAT pending. Shuffling to his left and then throwing back toward the middle of the end zone was Shapin, and he finds Sims for the score, and it's 20-19. to 19. Misdirection plays in the red zone. It was the screen to Sims that set up the uh, touchdown, uh, the lone touchdown in the first half. And uh, this time, they, as you said, Greg, they faked the toss sweep and the shuffle by shaping to the left to draw the defense. Tosses it to Sims wide open in the end zone. Isaiah Hankins to tie the game. The left-footed kicker. A swing of the leg, and it's good. And we're tied at 20. 10-0-1 to play here in Provo. BYU 20, Baylor 20 after a 12-play, 79-yard, 6-minute and 21-second drive. We are all square at LaVille Edwards Stadium. More BYU football coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Let's update you on the two other local teams. Well, a couple of other local teams in action earlier today. Weaver State goes into Logan and upsets the Aggies 35-7. And at Rice-Eccles Stadium today, number 13 Utah defeating Southern Utah 73-7 in Salt Lake City. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Shep. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Hey, Cougar fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and two fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. Baylor ties the game on a 79-yard TD drive. Ends up in Shapin to Sims. Sims' 10th career touchdown from the tight end spot for Baylor. Baylor came in two tonight, leading the at uh, the second longest FBS win streak at six games dating back to last season. They're looking to make it seven. And BYU looking to defeat a top-10 team at home for the first time since Miami in 1990. Tell you who loves kicking at elevation is Noah Rauschenberg. He's been just 
killing his kickoffs tonight. Well, I feel like it, it was after he missed that first PAT, he's taking it out on oh, the different ball guy, on the kickoff. Different guy on the oh, PAT. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Rauschenberg handles kickoffs and Hankins the PAT. Of and again, course, he, had his first, he had his first career PAT miss tonight, did Hankins. BYU first and 10 from the 25-yard line. So coming out here as the offense, obviously they, ha- they had a little bit more success in the run game as their um, – as the pass game has kind of softened up the defense a little bit, they had to get creative. They were strategically creative for the touchdown play on that last, but it was set up by just good, solid recognition by Jaron where they're showing pressure, where they're bringing pressure, taking advantage of it in the pass game, doing everything you'd expect from a seasoned vet like him. Baylor with an 11-minute possession time edge right now. Ten minutes to play in the game. Pistol. Turning away from the back is Hall, and he throws right side. One tackler to beat to the boundary, but he can't do it. Chase Roberts is tackled after a six-yard gain. Yeah, that was really good play design. It got Roberts on the run, one-on-one in the flats, all by himself. He breaks one tackle. Actually, as I look at the slow-mo replay, it slowed him. the throw slowed him up half a step, allowing him to be tackled. Double receiver stack to the left. Handoff starts to the left for Chris Brooks, and nothing on second and four. It'll be third down and four. So a nice play to Roberts getting six, but then just nothing for the ground game tonight. 44 yards on 22 carries. I mean, at this point, you got to be in four wide or, or empty formation and just put the ball in Jaron's hands. Have him find a matchup, find the route that's going to move the ball down the field because the rush game just cannot be counted on. BYU 2 for 10 on third down. Should the Cougs not win tonight, the third down number may loom large. Baylor 8 for 13, BYU 2 for 10. And every time Baylor's been 50% or better on third under Dave Aranda, they've won the game. Shotgun split backs. Hall on a five-step. Taps the feet. Flushed out to his left. Throws back shoulder, and it's incomplete. Flag flies deep in the secondary on the other side of the field. Probably a hold. Defensive holding. It shows the signal is defensive holding. As Riley notes, and had nothing to do with the play. There was a game earlier today where they picked up the flag. Prior to the pass. Holding number 13 of the defense. This is a 10-yard penalty and an automatic first down. Wow, let's remember that play with 8.47 to play in a tie ball game. And knowing Dave Aranda and his personality and the way, the culture of his defense, he is he is hot right now. Now, that was on the far side of the field, and everything about that play was coming near side. Now, the, you're right, Greg. The one thing, though, looking on the replay, it was egregious. I mean, yeah. he had you could, his jersey was stretched about five yards. Shotgun for Hall. Play fake, quick step to the right, throws, and looks to be thrown out of bounds. It's thrown away. See, this is what's so tough is uh, what Hall is having to deal with. They've, BYU has had an inability to establish the run game with Baylor keeping two safeties high. That's why he's had so many throwaways and so many checkdowns is because they're able to get all their, keep their full complement of DBs on the field and stop the run with their front six. Ends to a second and ten from the 41-yard line of BYU. Ball between the hash marks, the nose of the ball on the south end of the oval Y outline here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Shotgun snap to Hall. Katoa the back into the flat. The throw is to Lopini over his head, and he gets lit up, and a flag flies! Dylan Doyle, and that's a defenseless receiver. And ha- I, I don't know if it's helmet to helmet, but it was hands to the face for sure. He, he brought him like almost that old blocking move that they used to teach in Little League. So off a worst-case scenario, 
the best possible outcome. Oh, no, that's targeting. That's helmet to helmet. Yeah, that's targeting. He's out of here. As Lopini Katoa released into the left flat, the throw from Hall was high. Lopini, as he leaps high, gets only a hand on it, and he gets rocked. Personal foul. Targeting number five of the defense. It's a 15-yard penalty. The play is under further review. The ball will be in Baylor territory, and Dylan Doyle, who walks off the field, will be done for the night at the targeting call stands. And let's also concern ourselves for the well-being of Lopini Katoa. He takes a helmet-to-helmet hit as he's defenseless. He leaps in the air to get one hand on the ball. As he comes down, he gets hit head-to-head and goes down hard on penalty number nine for the Baylor Bears. Timeout on the field in a 20-20 ball game. The Cougars driving into Baylor territory after this. 8.35 to play. 20-all. BYU and the Bears on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. 8.35 remaining at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 63,470. It is a sellout for the home opener here in 2022. And what a game the fans have been treated to. And for that matter, the folks in the broadcast booth as we are calling a 2020 ball game. BYU and Baylor meeting for the fourth time all time, the second time in as many years. The next time these two teams meet, it'll be as conference foes. BYU joins the Big 12 effective July 1 of next year. And we expect probably within a matter of weeks, I would think by by this time next month, if not sooner, the 2023 Big 12 conference football schedule will be out. We'll see BYU's name on that schedule for the first time ever. That'll be exciting. Greg, no turnovers yet in this game. For either team. For either team. But the story will be penalties. For example, and none bigger than on this drive. So far, B- BYU has amassed 31 yards on the current drive. 25 of them coming th- on penalties in the last consecutive plays. 44-yard line of Baylor. BYU in opposing territory. Ball between the hash marks. BYU right to left as we see it and you hear it. They motion. Cosper on fly sweep. Give Rob, uh, Brooks middle. And Chris Brooks gets only a couple. BYU's long run from anyone is Jaron Hall for seven yards. Long running back run is six yards. Yeah, That last play was unfortunate. There was a hole there, but it was a uh, uh, shaky exchange between the QB and the running back. In two games between Baylor and BYU last year in this, the long running back run is seven yards. Wow. It's amazing. That, the that is have, remarkable yeah. run defense. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing the games have been as competitive as they have been. Okay, they go empty. Trips left, twins right. Hall in the gun. Second and eight from the Baylor 42. Jaron, quarterback draw, looking for room that's not there, but he finds some to the right. Stutter step goes down. Loss on the play. From second and eight to third and 11. They wanted a quarterback draw, and Jaron did not see what he needed to in terms of a hole. And then it was time to ad lib, and the ad lib results in a loss of three. So now. BYU, third down and 11 at the Baylor 45. Would A-Rod say, let's see what we get on third to see if fourth down is manageable? Or do you go, you know what, we play conservative and then try and punt and pin, or even try to get the first down, punt and pin if we don't. The ball's at the 45 of the Bears. BYU 2 for 10 on third downs, Baylor 8 for 13. They're getting late in the play clock. It's down to 8, and they're empty again with trips left and twins to the right. Snap Hall. Settle. 
Fire, low, caught, complete, and two yards shy of the first down to Dallin Holker. They needed 11. They got nine. So there's the nine yards. You're fourth and two at the 36. It'll be a 53-yard field goal, which they don't appear eager to try. On fourth and two, the offense stays on the field. Still plenty of time on the play clock. 25 seconds, 642 on the game clock. BYU on fourth downs is three for three on the year, including one for one today, and here we go. Trips to the right, the wide side, the field side. One receiver, boundary side short. Now they go to Twins left. They're empty again for Hall. Fourth and two at the Baylor 36. Shotgun snap. Oh, and false start. BYU false starts on a fourth and two. Blake Freeland step back. 71 offense. Five-yard penalty, fourth down. Oh, what a time for that. Fourth and two at the Baylor 36. And now here comes the punt team to punt and pin. Yep. That was wow. just unfortunate. Baylor did one of those, uh, you know, like shift calls. And uh, Freeland out there on the edge wanting to make sure he protects Jaron. Just got duped by it, by the defensive shift and the call. BYU, which had not missed on a fourth down yet this year. Goes from fourth and two to fourth and seven. Now it's time for Rico to do his job. Back spins it, takes something off it, and the ball will bounce and get to the plane. It'll be a touchback. I think the official side hit the plane. It did. Oh, it was inches away from a perfect downable punt inside the one. Instead, it'll be out to the 20. On fourth and two, a false start. And on a short punt or a punt and pin, the ball just inches over the plane and it'll be Baylor first and 10 after this we'll take a break 545 to go in a 2020 ball game BYU and Baylor square at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the new skin BYU Sports Network now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel on the new skin BYU Sports Network BYU fans, back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the seafood, or the award-winning Unlimited Salad Festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. 5.45 to go here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on home opening night 2022 for BYU. The 1-0 Cougars, the 1-0 Baylor Bears, both teams top 25. Baylor ranked 9th and BYU ranked 21st. Baylor's won its last four games against ranked teams. Last year, they went 5-1 and one in ranked games, including a win over then number 19, BYU. As we come back in, Baylor, first down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. No turnovers in this game. If one were to come in the final 5-45, it could prove decisive. Squirrel Williams at 5'8", a buck 73 is the lone tailback. Trips to the left. Tight formation trips left. Single wide to the right. Shaping under center. He'll turn and hand off to Squirrel. Squirrel. Pinball's off one would-be tackler. Is down by Ben Bywater along with Fisher Jackson after a gain of two. To second down and eight, the clock rolls to 5.30. You wonder as an offensive coordinator, or sorry, as a defensive coordinator, you're thinking on the other side of the ball, who does this offensive coordinator trust the most? Uh, My guess would be he trusts his O-lineman and his running backs, but we'll see if he puts the game in shape his hands here on what could be one of their final drives of the night. Second and eight. From the Baylor 22, the chest high snap, the handoff to Squirrel. Squirrel with a flag yeah. flying, gets to the 28-29 yard line. What did you see, Riley? Yeah, that was an obvious one. Obvious hold uh, on, I think it was on, um, sorry, I'm looking at the BYU player 
who got held on Lorenzo Faotea. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he was shedding the block and it was pretty darn easy. Holding, number 55, defense. Oh. 10 yard penalty added to the end of the run, automatic first down. Interesting. I apologize for the error. I thought it was pretty obvious. So, Baylor picks up yards after the play. Bears looking for a go-ahead drive in a game tied at 20. Thirty-nine yard line of Baylor first down and ten Pistol The turn from Shapin the handoff to Richard Reese and Reese gets three yards upfield to the right numbers before he's pushed back the forward progress out to the 42 second down and seven Nine consecutive pass completions for Blake Shapin. His efficiency picking up as the game goes along. He's 16 for 24. Jaron Hall, 20 for 30. Shapin goes gun with Squirrel Williams to his right hip. 4-10 to play in a 20-20 ball game. Second down, seven. Shapin, option to the right. The pitch back to Squirrel. And Squirrel gets second level and moves the sticks. He needed seven. He got seven. Or was he just shy? I think the near side mark shows first down. They may move the chains, they will. So it's exactly a seven-yard gain on second and seven. First down, Baylor to midfield. 49-yard line of Baylor. Under four minutes remain now. BYU two timeouts left. Baylor all three. BYU 20, Baylor 20. Cougars had a game-high lead of seven before Baylor's game-tying touchdown. And here we are late. 3.35 to go. They go pistol. Squirrel behind Shapin. BYU puts six on the line, and Squirrel runs into that line for no gain. So BYU has been great on first down, stopping the run. They got a, and what Baylor's done typically is they've done an A or B gap run, and then they attack the edge on second down with a with an edge run. As BYU makes a hockey line change, it looks like six in, six out. BYU's got to be stuffed. You know that Jeff Grimes is not going to leave any time left, especially after what happened at the end of the first half for BYU to get a two-minute drive. Plan on Baylor using every ounce of clock left. Handoff to the right to Richard Reese, and Reese finds himself at linebacker level on second and ten, a run of five. It'll be third down and five to the BYU 46-yard line. Sure enough, stretch zone to the right. BYU was able to stop him at five yards, setting up third and five. Again, we'll see who Coach Grimes for Baylor, the Baylor offensive coordinator, trusts with the ball here. Baylor eight for 13 on third downs. Third down and five at the BYU 46. The shotgun snap to Shapin. Option to the left. Squirrel takes the handoff and goes down. Behind the line of scrimmage, Keenan Peely. On the tackle of Squirrel Williams, it'll go to fourth down and long five, maybe six. No gain and maybe a loss on that play. Great job. Yeah, Ed Lamb coming in really quick after that. Timeout, BYU. It's their second of the half. Please put 2.15 on the game clock. So it's at 2.12 right now. It'll go to 2.15. And timeout will take it. Fourth down and six. It is a loss of one on the play. The Keenan Peely tackle of Squirrel Williams. And Baylor sitting at a fourth and six on the BYU 47. 
We'll see what the Bears will do right after this. It should likely be a punt and pin situation for Baylor, and BYU will have one shot at a two-minute drive for the win when we come back to Provo. BYU 20, Baylor 20. 2.15 to play on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Two minutes, 15 seconds on the fourth quarter clock. BYU 20 and Baylor 20. Cougs took a 3-0 lead with a field goal in their first possession of the game. Baylor took a 6-3 lead, scoring in the second quarter, missing the PAT. BYU made it 10-6 at halftime. Chase Roberts scoring on a touchdown catch with two seconds to go in the second quarter. Baylor went back in front. A Quaylen Jones seven-yard touchdown run early in the third. It was 13-10 Bears. Jacob Oldroyd tied the game at 13. Then a double throw. Hall to Robertson, back to Hall. 22 yards, but BYU on top, 20-13. That was late in the third. And then here in the fourth, a Ben Sims touchdown catch. 20-20 after the PAT. And as we come back in, Baylor fourth down and six at the Cougar 47-yard line. And Isaac Power is on to punt and pin. Talmadge Gunther awaits at his five-yard line. So it will likely set up with BYU in position to drive for a game-winning score or go-ahead score with around two minutes remaining. BYU and punt return safe, as they should be. You'd never expect a fake here. Snap to Power. Take something off it. It's short. Fair catch called for and made by Talmadge Gunther at the 10-yard line. So it's BYU. First down and 10. Their drive to end the first half, they uh, had a minute and 31, two timeouts. Were able to complete that with a touchdown with two seconds remaining on the clock. And here they have two minutes and eight seconds with two timeouts. Uh, they're not going to be able to move at a leisurely pace, but time should not be an issue unless they somehow get behind the sticks early on in the drive. 90-yard field facing BYU in a tie ball game. Jaron Hall shotgun. Chris Brooks, the back to his left. Jaron looks left. Goes deep down the middle, and it will be incomplete. And that was into, by the end of the throw, quadruple coverage with Chase Roberts running a post. And it's beyond everybody, incomplete for second and ten. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think Jaron, that was on his second hitch. I think uh, he knew he didn't have anything, so he just put the ball out there, maybe hoping a DB gets desperate, pulls your guy down, get a cheap 15 yards. 2.01 to go, second and ten. We just want to move the sticks a little yeah, bit here. Play clock's at 10. Let's go. Yeah. We can't burn a timeout. It's five Six, seconds remaining five. on the play clock. BYU with only one timeout left. Hall and Shotgun with two and one. And did the snap get off on quarterback draw? Jaron Hall has the longest run of the night for BYU, and it's a first down run. On second and 10, Jaron Hall got 12. they got to keep that in the playbook for this two-minute drive. It, it has been there. Uh, they just haven't really attacked the draw play. 
We'll call that draw player a Bailey's move of the game. Brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. Moving with you every step of the way since 1952. Hall hit as he throws and releases to Chris Brooks in the right flat. Complete but for no gain. Yeah. It'll go to second and ten. A completion for no gain is about, yeah, as, as BYU hurries and calls timeout. That's almost like a sack. Ta- timeout. BYU. Their final of the half. This is a 30-second timeout. So 135 to play, 23-yard line is the spot. That Bailey's move of the game was the Jaron Hall quarterback draw. And that draw for Hall of 13 yards is the longest run of the night for BYU. The Kooks now looking second and 10 from their own 23-yard line. Now, there was around this much time left in the second quarter when BYU took that touchdown scoring drive, or took the... uh, ball for the final time in the second quarter and, and had the uh, Chase Roberts touchdown at the end of the drive and roughly the same spot here 135 on the clock in a second and 10. By the way Greg let me just quickly apologize to the listeners our our little stat feed had two timeouts left they had one timeout left with the, which they just burned so BYU right, has down, no, timeouts no timeouts left, left. Yeah. yeah so with 135 it was still o- over a minute you c- as a quarterback you can still com- complete the ball over the middle of the field you can still take off and run without having to get out of bounds uh, it's under a minute where you have to start throwing the ball towards the sidelines and getting out of bounds yeah that chase roberts td drive was 135 and now there's 135 on the clock hall is flushed out to his left stays in bounds on the near boundary did he get up field for the first down close to it it was a second and 10 and did he get the first down? He ran out of bounds on the near paint, very near the line to gain. He's a yard short, it looks like. Is that how you see it there, near side? Uh, I do. Let's needed see if to they get, Needed to get no, to the 33. They, got, they show third and one. So the ball at the 32, third down and one for BYU, and they stay in the gun with 125 on the clock. Hall will hand off Katoa. Katoa's got the first down. A little hop skip for five. On third down and one. BYU's third, third down conversion of the night is all. BYU three for 12, Baylor eight for 14. And the clock is running down to 118. BYU first and 10 at its own 39-yard line. Field goal wins the game. 110 remaining. And BYU seeing tick, tick off the clock down to 105. They weren't set up right. Yeah. Play and clock's look, now, down to 20. Now he's moving Cosper across the formation. Yeah, you don't have a timeout. Time. Let's go. One minute remaining now. A lot of time coming off the clock. BYU wasn't properly aligned, and now Hall in gun takes the shotgun snap. Settle and fire. Ooh, and nearly picked off. Nearly intercepted as he went for Cosper. DB jumping in, Cosp- in front of Cosper nearly picked it off, and that was the star back Al Walcott. Ooh, second and 10 with now 49 seconds on the fourth quarter game clock. BYU 20, Baylor 20. It just kills you that you don't have any timeouts left. That play was not set up from the beginning between the confusion of the formation all the way through the execution and the almost interception. That was uh, thin ice. Katoa left hip of Hall, shotgun. Second and 10, the BYU 39. Trips left, single wide to the right. Jaron settling, looking middle. And there's a pass interference, I believe, on Cosper. Yes, it's an incomplete pass across the middle, but Cosper drew the P.I., and this will put the ball in Baylor territory with 44 seconds remaining. Penalty number 10 against Baylor. Cosper on a linebacker. He got desperate. Pass interference, number two, defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic first down. So it'll go to the 46-yard line of Baylor. You're going to need about 10 more yards to put yourself in Jake Oldroyd territory. And remember, with no timeouts, you've got to leave yourself enough time 
and or stop the clock at the boundary to make sure Jake's got the time he would need should it come to that. You got to remind your guys here, look, we got to get first down. As soon as we get a first down, rush up to the ball. We're going to uh, spike it after every first down. If it's not a first down, you got to hurry and get the next play call. Twins left and right. Hall in the gun. Chest high snap. Steps up in the pocket. Now takes off and goes down after only a gain of two. And a flag flies. Oh, Was he it. face masked or what do they have? Uh, or is it a hold on BYU? No, hold on BYU. Well, that's with 35 seconds left on the clock. Uh, there is an injured Baylor player. Officials conversing at midfield. Jaron Hall took off. Not a lot of space for him. T.J. Franklin, the injured Baylor player, down. And Derek Anderson has our call. Holding. Number 78, offense. Ten-yard penalty from the previous spot. Still first down. Now, two massive penalties on BYU tackles here in the fourth quarter. A false start on the left side on a fourth and two. Took BYU out of fourth down, go for it territory, and now a hold on the right side with 35 seconds to go. The ball will back up into BYU territory, the 44 of BYU. 35 seconds to go. The Cougars have to get to around the 36 or 37 of Baylor and hope for enough time left if they want to give Oldroyd the shot. Ball between the hash marks. And now it will take a big play to get there. Not a lot of time left. 35 seconds on the fourth quarter game clock. Second and 20 for BYU. Keanu Hill and Cody Epps are the wide receivers to the right. Chase Roberts, who's been the go-to guy, is outside on the left. Jaron Hall awaits the shotgun snap. Lopini Katoa to his right hip. A three-step for Hall. Deep down the field. Caught! It's caught by Chase Roberts in field goal territory! Inside the 25 of Baylor. Chase Roberts goes over 100 yards on the night, and the Cougars are in business. The 19-yard line of Baylor. Chase Roberts has been running posts all night, including on the first play of this drive when Jaron overthrew it on a post to get everybody used to him running that. Well, this time he takes three steps to the post, breaks it off towards the corner. The corner had passed him off to the safety, and the safety was sitting inside expecting him to continue on his route on the deep post. Instead, he breaks it off. Beautiful ball to the sideline. Great route running. Tremendous execution. No timeouts left. 28 seconds on the fourth quarter game clock. BYU first and 10 at the Baylor 19-yard line. A 37-yard haul to Roberts completion setting it up. They run Lopini Katoa and timeout taken by Baylor with the clock at 22. They ran Lopini for two yards to the 17. Timeout. Timeout Baylor. Their first of the half. Game clock operator, please put 23 seconds on the game clock. This is a 30-second timeout. One second to be put back on. It is second down and eight. Baylor uses its first of three timeouts. 23 seconds. Tie ball game 20-20. And the ball on the near hash. Which would be the left hash which for a right-footed kicker is typically everybody's individual and maybe you know from over the years maybe coach lamb or jake uh has given his preference but typically that is your preference because you're not worried about hooking the ball you can kick the ball and swing your leg straight through with a straight finish uh with a right-handed kicker right-footed kicker kicking from the left hash jake oldroyd is two for two tonight and four for four on the season with his field goal tries his makes tonight are 27 and 39. We'll see how, where, it, we'll know 
the kicker's preference by where BYU runs the ball. If they continue to run it to the left and keep the ball on the left hash, that's what they're going to want to do. Knowing that Baylor, now, Baylor can kind of play a little bit of a game here with their timeouts. If BYU runs to the center of the field, they could also not call one, and BYU could only stop the clock with a spiked ball. Jake has not had a field goal try outside 40 as BYU hurries to the line of scrimmage from the 18-yard line. Second and eight from the 18. Jaron Hall, shotgun. Snap, Jaron. Moves out to the right. He goes for the end zone and throws it away. So didn't see exactly what he liked as Chase was double covered on the far side and the throw away. Down to 18 seconds, third down and eight. So Oldroyd's field goal tries this year have been 39, 37, 27, and 39. If BYU got nothing from here, it'll be a 35-yarder. Which, as evidenced by the play call, Greg, they don't, they're not worried about the distance, right? They're going to take, they took a shot at the end zone, take another shot at the end zone. Basically, you know, if the defense completely busts, let's win the game with a touchdown. And if not... Third down and eight from the 18. Hall on the shotgun snap. Sprints out to the right and throws again away and out of bounds in the end zone. So... Took a few more seconds off the clock, down to 13. Jake Oldroyd is on to give BYU the lead with 13 seconds remaining. I imagine Aranda will use, even though the clock is stopped, he'll probably use a timeout as an icing strategy. Austin Riggs is your long snapper. Ryan Rico, the punter, is the holder. Left hash, near hash. Rico kneels at the 25. It'll be a 35-yard field goal try. The snap is back. There was no timeout. The kick is on its way from Oldroyd, and it is no good. Pulled it left. Thirty-two years after BYU last beat a top ten team at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU had a chance to take a lead on the number nine team in the country with a 35-yard field goal that is no good. And now Baylor will play to get the game to overtime. It'll be a knee, and we will go to OT, tied at 20. Wow. He was four for four on the season until that moment. And we are going to overtime. We'll take a break. Overtime starts after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.